Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. And I'm Travis Bowe. Welcome, Travis. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you. Uh, Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way you can say that. So thanks for joining us this week, Travis. Is there anything that you want to plug? or? Uh, yeah, I'm from the from two podcasts. I'm on uh, Real Comic Heroes and the upcoming Watchmen Minute, where we'll be doing the same thing you guys are doing for the 2009 director's cut of Watchmen. Nice. Ooh. So the director's cut, is that with the... Like it, the, the, the um, the pirate ship the stuff, the, the Black Freighter, Freighter um, kind of interspersed within it. No, that's in the ultimate cut. Oh, I see. Um, this the the director's cut just has you know deleted scenes added back in, basically just some background stuff that oh, okay. they they trimmed out of the uh, theatrical. But okay, reversing some of the studio notes or something. Yeah. So and then the other one is uh, real comic heroes. Correct. We uh, we chronologically review comic book movies um and a few other little genres that are you know geeky in nature um some sci-fi and some sci-fi horror stuff but uh primarily comic book movies and like i said we go chronologically we started with the superman and the mole men from the 1950s and we're moving uh you know through uh, year by year you know just just doing uh, basically by release date Okay. And so currently we're in the mid-80s, like 1986. Wow. We just did uh, – yeah, yeah. Um, we just did uh, – what's it called? Uh, Big Trouble Little China from 1986. Oh. So mm-hmm. we're – kind of tells you what uh, what area we're in as far as – So did you guys do like the, the – it sounds like you didn't do catch the Batman serials like in the 40s? No, we didn't go that far. Um, we – yeah, we could have, but we just we just chose to start with Superman and and have uh, progressed from there. So is the Superman is that like a like a feature length? Or it is was that a serial or yeah, it was an hour long. It was a basically it was a pilot movie for the TV series with uh, oh, George, okay. with George Reeves, right? But uh, it was released theatrically, so that's just where we decided to to start. So right on. Yeah. All right. Sounds cool. So today we are talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, minute 66. Minute 66 starts with Asbel saying, The air here is pure. And it ends with Nausicaa hugging a tree. What a tree hugger. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So again, just to back up, I know that um, you, before you were invited, you had not seen this movie, so... Correct, yeah. So what were your... What were your thoughts? Yeah, what are your Had you heard about it before, (laughs) or what was your history with Ghibli in general, or have you seen any of the other Ghibli movies? Um, Yeah, like... uh, Yeah, I had no prior, you know, knowledge of this movie, really, Um um, I had heard of you know, Studio Ghibli, and I had seen Spirited Away. Um, that might be the only one I've seen so far. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So a big, big you know, blind spot as far as this studio. But I thought it'd be fun to take a look at a movie I'd never seen before. And it was weird watching a movie. I had no, no like prior knowledge of where this was going to go, you know, what yeah. the movie yeah. was about. So it's really, really interesting. Um, and so now I'm obviously about an hour into it. I have not watched 
um, after these scenes. Oh, yeah. So I've watched oh. ev- I've watched everything up to, and then I I want to finish it once we're done. You know, I'm really really looking forward to seeing where this movie goes. So also have to be careful as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be more careful. Sorry now. about that. <laughs> it's cool. okay. So if it, well, <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, this is a very. I mean, even for the genre, this particular movie is a little out there. Okay. Yeah. You know, and even for even for Studio Ghibli movies, yeah, okay. This, I mean, Spirited Away is it gets a little bit weird, but it also has you know, it's a ground. It's you know, starts with the present day and it, you know, yeah, a recognizable present day environment, and even yeah. some of the other kind of more steampunky kind of uh, movies like, uh, uh, are, Moving Castle. are recognizably yeah. you know from a historical period i think a sure. lot of them look like uh pre-world war one germany i think is is one of miyazaki's favorite kind of periods but you can see hey I recognize yeah this. but this one is just you know i don't think there's been another movie he's made that's been this <laughs> completely sci-fi okay totally alien part. yeah you yeah, kind of have to learn to love it <laughs> yeah a little yeah i uh yeah i like what you know like you said it's uh See, when you see those big airships as they like are interacting with the, I guess the village with their giant, uh, you know, wind. Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, windmills. Yeah. You know, it is nice uh, juxtaposition of seeing like that futuristic kind of tech with you know, this old world type. So yeah, it's it's hard to get a sense of when this takes place, but the the intro and you know the beginning does a nice job of showing you the the cities and everything that have kind of been laid to waste. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it so far, though. Um, cool. One of my kind of earlier notes that, that didn't pertain to to these minutes, but just the Nausicaa. Is it Nausicaa or Nausicaa? I don't think. Yeah, Nausicaa is the Japanese yeah. pronunciation because they don't have a si sound. Okay. It's, uh, if it's a she. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's her name is taken from the the the, uh, the Odyssey, Odyssey. Homer, Homer's yeah. Odyssey. Okay. So that, that character is Nausicaa. So yeah, I mean, it's. A, I think it's. You don't have to stick to the sure, sure. Yeah. since it's derived okay. from something else. Uh, my first note about her was that she reminds me of Ray from Force Awakens because you first see yeah. her and she's in this like yeah. hulking ruin, you know, yep. and she's scavenging and and just the the look of Ray. It might be yeah, slightly when, taken from from <laughs> her. Yeah, when when I when the first trailers, like when the first teaser trailers for uh, yeah. Force Awakens came out, <laughs> and I saw that, I was like, "Wow, yeah. that looks really familiar." You just show me, and you were like, "What does this look like?" Yeah, like, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. All right, so let's jump into the minute. Uh, this is um, not a lot. Happens. Not a lot happens in this particular minute. So Aswell says, as we said, uh, yeah, the air here is pure. Kokonokuki wa sundeiru sumu. Uh, to become clear, to become transparent, to re- resonate clearly. So yeah, and then she drops Asbel's jacket. She seems to have some kind of realization, or what is I don't going through her? There's kind of a shift I, in her attitude. Yeah, that even he responds to. Yeah, because like he asks her like, "Are you okay?" And she just ignores it and just keeps <laughs> walking. Yeah. It's I it's to me it was a beautiful scene and I like that she can't really even find the words to respond like she's just so overwhelmed with what she's what she's seeing and then you've got you know the music is wonderful it's like that right mixture of joyfulness and sadness mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah, the yeah music, we get the go ahead yeah the music here is the same as the opening credit music it okay. is okay 
Yeah. So I just found that really interesting. And it is, but it's a little yeah. bit, it starts out very spare, mm-hmm. right? It starts out with just like, a, I think, a harp, piano, and like wood block. And it gradually over the next couple minutes builds, you know, it keeps yeah, more instruments come, come in, in and, and then timpani, and then you're yeah. at the full orchestra yeah. finally. I think she drops the jacket in amazement because she's been working on like trying to recreate this. Yeah. Like up until now. Oh, in her laboratory. Yeah, in mean? her laboratory. And she's seeing it in front of her. So it's. You think that's what's going through her yeah, head? I, I wondered if she's yeah. just like, if is it just, uh, just the realization that the air is pure or is there something else? behind like is she like is there other realizations following on from i think there i think that's what it is i think Uh, she's she had a theory and she's seeing that it's true yeah and so she's just kind of you know seeing testing the waters kind of like data processing processing (laughs) processing yeah (laughs) i love the look in this space, I love the the background painting. It's really nice. The the look of the petrified trees. You know, it's got all these blues with uh, shafts of light that create a lot of really interesting angles. And it kind of reminds me a little of the Fortress of Solitude from the Christopher Reeve oh, Superman movies. Yeah, it does. Just because of the shapes and the angles and the the trees themselves kind of look you know, like almost crystal like. So just uh, really yeah, makes a is. really beautiful scene. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's very it's it's kind of cathedral like, which I guess is yeah. also you know the the fortress of solitude had that same yeah that same look. Just another note, uh, just about, <laughs> about the music. I yeah. happen to be watching like uh you know when we we did the opening credits, we said Joe uh, and I was like, hey, who's Joe? He says she. Why is he such and a big deal? I we, stepped in. And, we, and uh, I noted that he did the other kind of series of movies that he did aside from Ghibli is. Uh, beat Takeshi's movies uh like his uh, early 90s he had a bunch of like um kind of weirdly uh like Hanabi uh fireworks and uh violent cop he had these weird violent like yeah. gangster movies that were had also it was a mixture of like violence and kind of sweet nostalgic kind of but yeah. i happened to watch a little bit of of one of those movies and and hearing the soundtrack i'm like wow okay i get it now <laughs> that is that sounds very much like joe he says she i, I know yeah. that i recognized it as uh, his signature kind of kind of sound yeah joe he says she has a very like kind of whimsical like he has like a whimsical side to his music and then he has a more like suspenseful side if you listen to maybe some of like the beginning music in Spirited Away, it's very sweet, but once you get to like the conflict and the climax, it's very intense and mm-hmm. loud. Mm-hmm. So then Asbel's like, don't go too far. <laughs> he's like giving orders now. What is he? <laughs> <laughs> Does he think he's in command? Hmm. Does he think he saved himself? I don't think so. <laughs> or is he like, is he, I mean, does he think that she's... Is he doing it just like as a caregiver? Like she's obviously still not well. She's just like recovering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way that you would do for somebody who's like been sick in bed. That you oh, yeah. Yeah. Soup, right. And then they get up and you're like, hey, don't hey, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. It could be uh, not wanting her to maybe get lost or maybe not wanting to be left alone, even for himself. Um, oh, yeah. Although yeah. that may not be too big of a problem for him if he's used to kind of being on his own. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, he wandered off to find uh, the glider. Yeah. 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 Yeah, does he think that, yeah, I was wondering, does he think she'll get lost? Or does he think that there may be other creatures in here? That yeah. That there may be, yeah. like, danger? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, 
I think Esbel might like think that she's still kind of sick. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, he just seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ignored her question twice <laughs> <laughs> in the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously he's gonna think, Oh, she's he sick. <laughs> seems like he's got some like blind spots. Sure. It seems like he's there's a bunch of stuff that he just doesn't pick up on. He's just there's stuff that he concentrates on and that's it. I don't know if that's mm. like a particular picture that uh, Miyazaki has of uh, masculinity or something. Mm. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get, uh, it's interesting, we'll get a little bit later in the week, we'll get uh, a more kind of picture of his character. Mm. So she walks, she wanders over and she finds this tree. What a wonderful tree. <laughs> so amazing. What's, <laughs> what's so wonderful about it? I don't, I mean, it's, I mean, it's dead. It's yeah. It's petrified, it's right? It's petrified. Yeah. yeah. Is it just because it's tall? Or is it because it of its like? Or width? she thinks it's purified the air, or mm. I don't know how much she's put. To, it's kind of hard to yeah. yeah to know how much she's put together of her like how much of her thesis has been built like <laughs> <laughs> like as we go along. Yeah. Yeah. Does she? Because she puts her 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 head against the tree, and then we hear water water sound effects which won't make sense until the next minute <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but. right before that when she's actually walking kind of through this forest there's a nice sense of scale when you see her walking and and yeah it's just mm-hmm. her the cropping i thought was was messed up when you just see her shoulders and her head at the very bottom of the frame yeah but i think it does a really nice job of showing you because from there up, it's just the f- screen is filled with these giant columns of trees and yeah, I think it, the shafts of light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it really conveys this space. I think really nicely and how big how big these trees are. And so yeah, I guess when she finds this one in particular, it's like just maybe just for some for whatever reason it just stands out. Maybe it's more isolated and by itself and just I don't know. Huh. Hmm. And then we get uh, Teto starts off yeah. on her shoulder. And then as she climbs down, he jumps off and he screeches as he <laughs> as he jumps down. It just kind of made me wonder: Have we? When have we? How often do we hear him screech? Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Just hearing it, like in relation to the music and how quiet this place is, to hear him screech is a, it's a little jarring. Yeah, yeah, because we've heard him hiss and growl when he was first discovered yeah. when she was taming him, and then did he? Was he yelling like during the fight in Jill's room? No, I don't no? think so. He just ran and hid in his little <laughs> cubby hole. Yeah, I yeah I can't really remember when like another time Teto screeched or you know made like small noises. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a little uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, kind of like oh that's. It's a sound. But it also, I mean, it, it kind of reinforces the fact that there's no other, we don't see any other living things in this in this cavern. No. Mm-mm. And we we said last week that it would be interesting if there was like a giant monster here. And yeah. And Asbel and Naushka were just conversing and all of a sudden it pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, in, in Star Wars and in, uh, in Empire when, you know, Luke's on Dagobah and the... the Kind of monsters in the swamp. Yeah, you just kind yeah. of expect to see like the fin or the back of of a creature kind of moving <laughs> through the water. Yeah. yeah, but this is. I mean, it's weird that this is. It's a. It's, it's such a sterile environment, which I think I'm going to 
probably be harping on the rest of this week. But yeah. it's a contrast to like the the forest above where it's just teeming with all different kinds of plants and all different kinds of creatures yeah. and things are moving in the in the corners of the frame and stuff. And this is it's water and these petrified trees and that's it. Yeah. Nothing else is moving and it's beautiful. It's definitely beautiful. But yeah. I'm a little bit surprised that she's so taken with it because it's there's no life here. Yeah. Everything here is dead but But there's the purity here that I think is what starts to get her, uh, get the gears kind of moving in her head about what this place could be. But uh, I have more of that, more notes on that stuff later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, it's one of the things that I, I have trouble resolving <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this whole ecosystem. The, this whole ecosystem doesn't wind up making a lot of sense to me, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else about this one? I don't think that's all. That covers everything I had. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have nothing else. Andrew, our first guest, noted how Naushka's spats made her legs look longer. And you just see a lot of that, like, in this minute. Yeah, Just her walking and... Yeah, especially as she steps down. Yeah. I noticed that, too. Like, her her shins and, like, her lower legs do look really, really long. Yeah, they yeah. look very long. And... Mm-hmm. uh just Teto trailing behind her. It's really cute. She's got a little bit of a, a bell-bottom look. Yeah. <laughs> it gives it a little bit of a 70s retro feel, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's all I have. Mm. All right. Mm. I guess that'll do it for this minute. See you next time on... Ghibli Minute. On Ghibli Minute.